All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exciting, riveting episode of Embarrassed Much. I'm not very, like, technically sound on what I do for intros, so um, I know that there's people out there that they have, like, cool songs and stuff, and they, like, pay professionals, but for me, it's just a matter of, um, I think if you have a cool radio voice, you can kind of get away with anything. So you're like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Do you have a cool radio voice? You just wing it. Do you want to try it? Um, pro- mm, I'll give it a go. And if you're bad, Hello, it just goes. Everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Like that. Try, yeah, try Do it one more time a little bit louder. Everybody. Hello, everybody. You sounded slightly like Mario for a second or like an Italian <laughs> restaurant. You know what? You know what? I am terrible at any kind of impression or accent or anything like that. My kids and my husband are constantly Just tell, making fun of me because I can't do This is do what it. you do. You take, you do the voice, and then you say what it is based off what I said it sounded like. So you're like, yeah, I was doing Mario. Oh, there you go. You're like, there yeah, you go. yeah. I was, was Mario I was going introducing. For Mario. How'd you know? Hey, uh, Mario introducing <laughs> the podcast. It's a me, well, you a Mario. Welcome to an embarrassed much. Like that. There you go. Should <laughs> I give it a go? Yeah, do it, Mario. It's me, a Mario. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to embarrassed much. <laughs> and boom. That's the intro. I really thought that was solid. I don't know if I need to reach out to Nintendo, though. I don't need Nintendo yeah, knocking I- at my door. I don't know. It's pretty good. They might just replace Mario. That's and put true. You on there. They might have you be the new voice of Mario. I think I'd be a good candidate for sure. You're listening to Embarrassed Much, the podcast where we like to embrace being red in the face. And now give a warm welcome to your host, award-winning children's book author and illustrator, Izzy B. All right, that was pretty cool. How did that sound, buddy? Dad, have you actually run awards for your books? Well, no, I haven't won any awards, but people don't know that. And it makes me sound much cooler when I say it. Uh, I think you're still recording. Oh, yeah. How embarrassing. I definitely need to introduce you. I have a special guest on that we could probably spend an entire podcast just talking about her name. Her name well, is thank you. I like my name. Carly <laughs> Valentine. And if you don't yes, end up is. if you don't end up in a James Bond movie, it's a shame. Like it is a shame. I'd be a cool James Bond character as well. Carly Valentine. I'm a jack of all trades. That is a James Bond character name. Carly Valentine. It's just cool. Definitely is. Just cool. I think that you should. Well, I mean, that's you. You're a children's book author. So it is on the cover of books, right? It is. And I actually have a book about heart defects written by me, Carly Valentine. Do you so want to talk a little bit Perfect about your fit. books? You want to talk about you as an author? Yeah, sure. Sure. I have written seven books so far that I've published. I have lots more that I've worked on. I have a special interest in disability books. Um, I have a son with a heart defect. I myself have ADHD, and that's part of my embarrassment quite often, actually. And not that I'm embarrassed to have ADHD. It's just yeah, it kind just of those brain fart moments. It. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I think I have It just kind of makes too. things harder to juggle. juggle. So um, I have my seven books. I have different holiday books in that. I have one called cutest pumpkin in the patch kind of a goofy one that's turkey trot i have my chd um heart defect book called extra special heart i have one called bad habit rabbit about an easter bunny that one's new isn't it that one's newer yeah i did that for easter and it's about how the easter bunny in training can't stop feeding his east the kid's easter egg so it's about him defeating his habit and then I have my newest one is called The Fun Thieves. And it's more of a positive thinking, mental health type book. It helps kids learn to kind of look on the bright side and see the good in difficult situations. Oh, man. Kind of 
like when you get embarrassed, you know, and you got to overcome that Ooh, embarrassment that's a good and turn segue. it into positive situations. Honestly, though, <laughs> like kids really do need that message right now. I think now more than ever. I think so too. I think there's a lot of disappointment that happens, especially like plans getting canceled with the pandemic. And yeah, I think they got to figure out how to turn what they're going through into something positive or be able to pull something good out of difficult situations i i so those are my books i actually like <laughs> when i go to schools to speak on being an author that is my entire spiel that's awesome yeah. i think that's great because when i um when i was first starting out i got a book deal harper collins and oh wow yeah no it was exciting and i tell the kids about that like how exciting it was and um we worked on the book for like three months, it was, it was Count's Bachelor, which is one of mine that I eventually published. I love that story. And, I read it. It's a good one. And then one day out of the blue, they shut my book down. And it was devastating. Oh. But I talked to the kids about how if I would have taken that book deal, I would have never started illustrating. I wasn't an illustrator. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool how things work out, how they're supposed to be. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm glad. And I, I tell them that I tell the kids, you know, I'm glad I did not get that book deal because I would have never illustrated a single book. So it is a great message about you that know, is. good things can come out of stinky stuff. And um, for sure, speaking totally of stinky stuff, you told me you have a long list of embarrassing moments. Oh, yeah. I am constantly embarrassing myself and others for that matter. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I will say most of my embarrassing stories don't affect very many people other than me. So that's always oh, a good well, that's thing. Good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think, though, like, I feel like normal is so overrated. I like to keep people close to me that make me laugh and can make stupid mistakes and be silly. It's just so much more entertaining and fun. Oh, I tell kids all the time that being weird is a compliment. Like I would hate to be normal. And, and yeah, no, you know, who, yeah, it's overrated for sure. Oh, 100%. Who wants to be friends with someone that's perfect <laughs> or that pretends to be perfect? You always see those are always the villains in movies, like those like bad girl movies. It's always that girl that's perfect that. Everybody wants to be like her, but really they don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. In those movies, I'm always the the creepy kid in the corner eating his lunch on the floor. <laughs> you could be like the Napoleon Dynamite character with tear tots in his pocket munching on some in the corner. No, he Napoleon Dynamite is my Patronus. You know, in Harry Potter, yeah. if I said expecto Patronum and flashed my wand... Napoleon Dynamite would come out of the tip of my wand. Well, there you go. Perfect fit, huh? Yeah. And you'd be looking at those Dementors. But who like, doesn't love tater tots? I mean... Tater tots are awesome. My <laughs> son, I love it. My son's in kindergarten. He he gets that humor. So he will say stuff. At, and none of his friends who are in kindergarten have watched Napoleon Dynamite or don't get it. Uh-huh. But he still quotes it, and I love it. So he'll be like, awesome. give me your tots. You know what I mean? And all uh -huh. of them are like, we're not eating tater tots. And he will be like, he'll say stuff like that. Like, he'll be like, eat the food, Tina. And all the kids at the table are like, no one here is named Tina. They're just looking at him like, are we missing this here? <laughs> no one here is named Tina. What are you talking about? That's awesome, though. Oh, I love him. I love I, it. He's so fun. I love, I love it when he's, he'll, he'll be like. He'll like point to his pants and be like, uh, what does he say about his pants? That one guy that's like, you think, you think, uh, anyone's going to disrespect me in pants like these or something like that. Anyway. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Carly Valentine. It's impossible to not All say right. your last name. You say Carly, you yeah. have to say Valentine. I'm sure you get that all the time. I'm pretty lucky. I owe it to my husband for sure. I think it's <laughs> a good one. Good last name. Do you name think too. that people, this is off subject. Do you think that people get married just because of the last name to get a cool last name? Possibly. Do you think that happens Possibly. in the world? My wife did. I think it does. 
She did? She what did is it. her last name? My real last name is... Oh, she did? No, my real last name is Basie, and it's actually hard to spell. It's like two of the letters are backwards. And so I, she actually made her life harder marrying me. Mind you, her original name was Turnier. So I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. But I definitely didn't have a cool last name like you. To yeah, I love it. Add it's to awesome. the package. Especially when you eat eat at restaurant for yeah. Valentine's Day and you tell them, you know, reservation for two for Valentine. They just look at you like, seriously. <laughs> well, like that's actually one of my things is I make up names for restaurants anyway that's like one of my favorite things to do might be embarrassing oh. even well there you go like when that it might be to my wife i haven't asked her but you know when they get on the megaphone or whatever and they're like you know and i like to make up really weird obscure names so just off the top of my head um and if there's someone out there named this listening, I really do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be horrible if I got an email and you know someone's named um, Jamarius Schminkel or something like that. I'm sure there's one out there. If there's you could a Jamarius Schminkel, and find it. <laughs> but the restaurant people, they, their job is hospitality, so they can't contradict what you like. They can't be like, "Are yeah. you really Jamarius Schminkel?" And yeah, because then you could be like, how dare you? Exactly. The Schminkels built this country and like throw a fit. Anyhow, mm -hmm. so let's start with one of your embarrassing stories. I will probably interject and in, and in, and talk. I think I'm this is episodes different. I usually I usually pop in. I usually say an embarrassing story, but you have so many solid ones. I think it'd be more fun just to kind of let you go crazy and just tell your stories. Hey, I'm game. I'll yeah. tell you all my stories. Go all, all I have of one. Them. And you can even say your disclaimers, but I don't think they're necessary. Okay. I'll keep them G-rated anyway. <laughs> okay, good. So I would say my first one, since we're on the restaurant topic of conversation, actually occurred at the best restaurant ever, of course, Olive Garden. Oh, we're near your family. So, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. So that's like the perfect restaurant, I guess, if you're, you're there in your family to like have the embarrassing moment for it happen, right? Yeah, so totally. So me and my husband, we were on a romantic date. Finally, I, you know, I can't remember if I had kids yet. I don't think we did. But we were on a romantic date at Olive Garden while we were getting ready to get seated. My husband hates waiting. Um, and we were going to have to wait for a bit. So we're just standing in line waiting with one of those blinky things, you know, that vibrates yeah. to tell you you're ready. And my purse slid off my arm and I have this weird looking mole that my kids always ask questions about and comment on, on my arm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, it, my purse slid down and like cut it like a knife. Like my purse wow. had like a sharp edge. What kind of purse it, do it you was, have? It was pretty crazy. I know. It, like it, an aggressive it, You would purse. think it had like daggers on it or something. Cause man, it, it was pretty, it was pretty. Yeah. You know, like a game of Thrones funky. purse or something. <laughs> you would think, you would think. So anyway, I had blood. I mean, it was a lot of blood because it was this big yeah, mole moles, that just got sliced and diced. Moles are dramatic. <laughs> they are dramatic. Yeah, it was. It was dramatic. They so don't subtly husband, bleed. They're like, you're going to no, you're gonna notice no. me. Well, exactly. And this was not one that's just like a teeny little dainty mole. It's like a weird mole. So I, my husband just gives me this look like, oh, God, what now? <laughs> and <laughs> and mind I you, this is, this is like an early date. This is early <laughs> in your relationship. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we are married yet, but surprisingly, um, he stayed on the date so far. <laughs> he stayed there. He didn't leave. He didn't run off. That's a good sign. There. That's a good sign when you start bleeding randomly. <laughs> it is a randomly. good sign, right? Yeah. It is a good sign. So I go to the bathroom and I don't have anything really that I can use. Like I don't have a band-aid or anything and I just improvise, you know, I'm... I'm good at improvising and I got, you know how when guys cut their faces shaving, yeah. like a little wad yeah, of like of uh, tissue paper. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I just wanted is that what it you up call into it? a tissue little paper? ball. Do you call toilet paper <laughs> tissue paper? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I I guess I'd have to like. I guess I do. I just did. You right? just did. I don't know. I've never. I've heard people call it that, but I thought that was like a UK thing. So I didn't know. Well, maybe maybe it's a Utah thing. I don't know. I, I'm from Utah, so maybe oh, that's. Oh, it's a Utah thing. I'm gonna go to Utah and see <laughs> now. See, see, after's the next year's tissue paper. <laughs> see if you get any that way. So anyway, I get this little wad of tissue paper or TP toilet paper, whatever you I'm want sorry, me to say. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to just throw you <laughs> off there with that. I just know I'm, I'm no, noticing. You're, good. you're noticing all my weird lingo, huh? Yeah. So I get this little wad of tissue paper. I put it on my mole, and I think I have the bleeding under control. I think I've got this, you know. Yeah. So I wander out. My husband is standing there waiting, and. uh the waiter comes over, gets ready to seat us. My husband just looks at my arm like, what in the world did you do? Like, seriously? And I'm like, okay, but I didn't have a Band-Aid, so I had to improvise, you know? No, I get it. Look it up, be like, whatever. Would you rather be gushing so out blood? The, Jeez. You yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. So the waiter takes a sack, and we're walking to our seat. And I feel like it's in slow motion. I had to be very careful that my dagger purse didn't like slide it off again or cut me again or something to get the fountain of blood going back yeah. again. But I make it back to the table and the waiter's about to seat us and he pulls out my chair like they do at these amazing family restaurants such as Olive Garden. And um, then right as he's pulling out my chair, he looks at my arm and sees the little wadded up piece of tissue paper and he i think he thought it was like possibly like a piece of lint or something that wasn't yeah. supposed to be there so he was trying to be hospitable. nice yeah nice and okay. help me out and he grabbed the piece of what he thought was lint off my arm huh. and just the look on his face like he was like did you start mortified. bleeding everywhere <laughs> yes it was it was like instant blood everywhere now like he, have you like, ever seen the movie monty python and the search for holy ground uh -huh. yeah was it like blood squirting like the black knight like merely a flesh uh, wound like that kind of intense blood i i hope not but in my mind, it was. <laughs> it makes the story better. It's, oh, my God. Kind yeah, of, let's just say it was, whether it was or not. I mean, I know his job is to be hospitable, but like, I, I, I would, if I was a waiter, I would not pick lint off the people that I I'm serving their food. I don't know what he was thinking, but, but I think he was just trying to be nice. He was trying to be sweet. As soon, but, exactly. Yeah. And as soon as he grabbed it, he just. He pulled it over to him and he looked at this piece of bloody tissue that he was holding. And he's like looking at me like, what in the heck is wrong with you and what is this? Was there like a weird moment of silence like, when the two of you oh, yeah. didn't know and how I feel to? Like, yes, it was so awkward. And I started just laughing laughing hysterically like I usually do when I'm super yep, embarrassed. Yeah, that's me. And my husband is just like, I don't think he was even honestly that surprised. <laughs> He's just like, yep, that's my wife. <laughs> so he just looked mortified and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I cut my arm with my purse and I tried to get him You cut your arm with your purse. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't have a band-aid. I'm so I sorry. I would have and made up I, a cooler story of how you cut your bowl. <laughs> He's a poor guy. He's like mortified. Oh. You're like, oh my 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 purse exactly. sliced my arm open. Like be like He's just holding this piece of tissue paper. Covered in blood, blood too. Yeah. And I'm blood and I'm bleeding. <laughs> but good thing there's marinara sauce there because I feel like the blood could have been easily disguised as marinara sauce. That's what you so should have done. You should have went said, I went to favorite. the bathroom and then I just <laughs> spilled marinara sauce on my arm. Yeah, that exactly. actually might be more embarrassing than the fact that you were eating something with marinara sauce while in the bathroom. That might be more embarrassing. So I don't know <laughs> if that would have been a good route. It could have been a good route. It could have made that sure waiter's like, "Why are you bleeding? Story. Oh, that's not blood. That's marinara. I got it from the bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. He'd be like, I, oh, okay, okay. 
Let's move and on. I, and I didn't have a napkin in the bathroom, so I just used the tissue paper to wipe my I'm, face. And I must have got a little blob yeah. stuck to my I arm. Mean, marinara is marinara. All, it's, it's part of the whole spiel, spiel there. So they have marinara everywhere. Well, exactly. So that's my... That's a good garden. one. Yeah. That's when, my own garden When you're there, you're definitely family. Because yeah, exactly. did he fix your bloody arm? I think he did bring me a Band-Aid, which was nice. That is better. That's a good ending. Yeah. I was a little creeped out there that he go. was picking stuff off your body. I think we just stood there. And honestly, he was just holding it in his hand. And it was just like, it seemed like however long that moment was lasted for like an eternity. He's telling this really story bad. to someone else too. You know he did. At least oh, when he went I'm home, sure. he was like, I'm sure. guess what happened at work today? <laughs> I picked toilet Seriously, paper off this though. lady's arm and started bleeding. Like, I wonder if he thought he caused the blood. I don't know. I have no so idea. Many questions. That's why I quickly told him my purse story just because he oh, looked so like he needed questions. an explanation. Oh, that's right. You did explain it with your, which I think actually made it worse. I'm sorry. I think so too. But I I have a tendency to do that sometimes. The purse. Make- Make the, the violent purse would confuse me more. Like, wait, you <laughs> cut your arm with a purse? How does that even yeah. happen? It's like, well, my purse is made well, out of glass. So my purses make good weapons. What I have can I a say? new. I have one of those those fashionable broken bottle purses. It's made out of broken glass. Exactly. It's recycle. It's yeah. for recycling. Go recycle. Okay, that was that was definitely funny. I I I can't imagine. I I like to like when I hear these stories put myself in people's perspective. And I actually do have a story I could follow up with that. So, I'm going okay, I'm going I'm, I'm going to tell it. I'm ready. Okay. This is something that you probably know about me is I'm bald. Yeah, and I've seen pictures. My yeah. wife actually caught me for Father's Day this year a hand razor that is electric that's made for bald dudes and it she got it oh, for me funny. with this uh disclaimer that was like now hopefully you could stop bleeding was kind of what she told me which and it was a very thoughtful gift um and and she was like very maybe you'll stop bleeding now because my head has moles on it and and this is this does sound slightly slightly similar. <laughs> it's these dang moles. <laughs> Maybe and, the moles are like a sign of of embarrassment to come. You know what they they're embarrassing as is anyway. They are. It's they're like, weird. So moles are weird, aren't they? It's they like are. your skin was like your skin was like. Hey, by the way, we're gonna make a little mountain here because we're bored. That's what moles well, are. Well, and you know what's Okay, I just thought of something I have to tell you before you finish the story. The funny thing is, oh, I my didn't youngest even start, now, but go ahead. Oh, well, go ahead. My no, youngest I, little no, boy. This is going to be good. I know it. This is going to be good because I just put two and two together. It was destined to be. So my my three year old, when he was little, he would look at my moles because I do have some weird funky ones. Yeah, and clearly, he always called them meatballs. So how Ew. perfect is that? That is for not all of made your story a million <laughs> times worse. <laughs> oh, I mean, not, I lost the, my poor meatball. It's cute that your kid said that, but <laughs> I think it was anything else. But it's moles, and your kid, holy moly! I know, seriously. What okay, are, but I'm these ready for moles your must be intense. I don't want to like go into depth of your moles, but if your kids yeah, said they look like a meatball, how, how big is this mole we're talking about here? I didn't really divulge, but meatballs are big. I know, but they're little. This okay. one's a mini meatball. Oh, mini they're meatball. Mini meatballs. Okay, I'm just, you know, now my the whole story just shifted in my head because I'm picturing on your arm you have this ginormous <laughs> meatball coming off your arm. I was like, 
then of course of course now my brain goes okay if you have this ginormous meatball on your arm that you sliced <laughs> open with your purse you had to have a huge wad of toilet paper to go over it yeah so there now, you go so now in my brain now I'm picturing, you get it now in my brain i'm picturing this <laughs> giant wad of toilet paper on your arm but i know that's probably not the way it was but it does make the story a little bit funnier in my head it does. I just thought of that. And your precious little son. Meatball. Mom. I know. Look he at your meatball. Cute. I know. But <laughs> I would cut my moles all the time while shaving. And it, it really is. It is a crutch. And um, yeah. what would happen is, is I would cut these suckers. And I don't know. Have you worked with kids ever? Um, I've done hair. So I've well, if you want to throw a kid off. <laughs> Put a Band-Aid anywhere on your body, mainly the head area, and uh-huh. and, and they, it's the equivalent of of dying. Like you go to school yeah. with a meat – you go to school with <laughs> – I said meatball. You got meatball <laughs> in my brain. I swear if my wife makes meatballs for dinner tonight, I'm leaving. You'll throw up. <laughs> yes. These kids, oh, you, you walk into school with a, a Band-Aid on your head. And, and all of them are alarmed. I mean, it could be the size of those ones that are like the size of a quarter. But you walk mm-hmm. into school with a, a Band-Aid on your head and they're instantly like, oh my goodness, what happened? Are you, are you okay? And you're like, it, it's really fine. And they're like, are, yeah. are you sure? You know, like, is your car crashed? Are you? Yeah, it, it could be the tiniest Band-Aid, but yeah. it throws kids off. Well, my kids are the opposite because they're used to me. Uh slicing my head open to the point where they're almost tired of telling me and that's what happened i cut my head open on a sunday no one tells me at all my kids don't tell me at all we go to church i serve in children's church everybody must be used to it not a single soul tells me of course i'm walking around and you know greeting people and saying hi and being friendly and people are giving me weird looks. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm yeah, kind like of used to it because I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a weird person anyway. Yeah. To the point where I know what you mean. People see me and they're like, you know, their, in, their first reaction is just like a, you know, like a look on their face. Like, oh, hi. You know, I don't <laughs> know why I get that. Like a constipated look. Um, so I'm kind of <laughs> just used to it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I got you. But my wife was drove separate that day. So she wasn't a part of any of this. She was doing, I don't know what she was doing, but we decided to eat at this restaurant. And I don't know if you've ever seen these Chinese restaurants that have Chinese food restaurants. For some reason, it's great decor to just cover all the walls in, in mirrors. Have you ever seen these? Yes. Uh, yeah, I have seen it. It's weird. It makes life easy if everyone can just stare at themselves, I guess, while they're eating. Uh-huh. Like that's the opposite of what I want to do. I don't want to be like, wow, I can see yeah. myself getting fatter. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but that's what this yeah, was. Me either. And I'm sitting here walking around this restaurant and and now I'm with people I don't know and they're all looking at me like I am a freak. So I finally sit oh, down no. and my wife meets us at the restaurant and she sits down too. And she's just kind of got big wide eyes. And she's like, have you looked in a mirror? And I was like, <laughs> no, I haven't looked in a mirror. And she goes, go look in a mirror, which bind you they're everywhere. So it's like, how in the world had I not noticed this already anyway? Like it shows how oblivious yeah. I am. So of course I look to the right. And right there in the mirror, clear as day, I have a ginormous pool of dried blood on the side of my head. Oh, I'm talking no. like, I'm talking like the size of my fist. Oh and it's my just gosh. all over the side of my head because it, how how it did how it just kind of stopped there. You know, it was like anti gravity. And I look at my kids and I'm like, you know, what in the world, kids? Why? <laughs> And they kind of will just shrug and they're like, well, we thought you'd notice you always cut your head. And I was like, no, I obviously I did it. Everyone thought, you know, I was some advertising for some spook house or something today at church. And my kids are just completely not on my side here. 
So yeah, oh, how funny. went to the bathroom and <laughs> cleaned my head off. But yeah, blood, blood on the head, definitely. The waitress didn't at least pull the bandaid off my head, but. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. There could have been a geyser for you too. It would have been really bad. Okay. Tell me your next story. Okay. So my next story also takes place at a restaurant. I, ha- I, I must just have like weird things happen around food a lot, but yeah, me, me too. and my husband went on our honeymoon and we were in part of Yarda and we thought we were really, we got married really young. We thought we were really cool in Puerto Vallarta. We got an all-inclusive resort to stay in and all the food was free. And we were super excited about getting fat there <laughs> with all the free food. But we got there and even though the food restaurants were nice in the resort and there were like tons of them, the food was just really weird, like just weird taste. And I'm a super mm. picky eater. Yeah. And even, and my husband's not that picky, but even he didn't like it. So we were like desperate to find something we could eat there that we actually liked or that tasted good. Where was this at? And so this is in Puerto Vallarta. It was just at like a, I don't, I don't know even know means. what it was called. Just... Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> we'll say it. It's kind of a fun Puerto word Viarda. to say, Puerto Vallarta. The Valentines are in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> exactly. So we were going they had like buffets everywhere and um i the only thing i found that i thought might taste fairly normal at the buffet was cereal and milk and i thought it's cereal and milk like you can't get go that wrong, wrong. With that. you cannot mess yeah, up cereal you, milk. you wouldn't think so right you can't so i get i get me some cereal and some milk and i sit down to eat it and i take one bite and it's just disgusting man i don't even know how to describe it like the milk was just weird and so I I thought I was going to throw up because I was so grossed out. And so I hurried and grabbed a cloth napkin because, mind you, like, even though the food wasn't good, the restaurants are pretty fancy. And so I grabbed my cloth napkin off my lap, fit it in my, my, my napkin, and set the napkin on the table, and I was done. And my husband's just looking at me like, really? <laughs> Did you really just spit a lot of food into a cloth napkin? <laughs> but I was desperate. Yeah. So what were you gonna, what, you're not going to swallow that. No, I couldn't. And I, and I didn't want to throw up. So I thought I was doing a good thing, you know, yeah. so I'm sitting there with my wad. Of, here we go again. Another wad of cloth yeah. napkin with, with my chewed up cereal and the waiter, this, this waiter tried to help me out too. I must just have like this big desperation <laughs> signal or something. Like, people like... are always coming to my rescue, but they actually make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here comes this guy that doesn't speak any English. And he sees that my uh, napkin is on the table. And I think he just didn't think I knew good ma- like yeah. good manners. Like you put your, you put your napkin on a lap. Mario you know? Yeah, I was done. <laughs> Exactly. So he grabs my napkin off the table and before I could even stop him, it happened in like extra slow motion. Yeah, I, I know swear. What that's like. He whipped it, like he whipped it to like <laughs> shake it out because it was in a wash. Yeah. And my cereal went flying all the way across the restaurant <laughs> and to the other end and just landed. And yeah. he and it was another one of those things where he doesn't speak English. So like I I can't talk to him and explain. So we're just like looking at each other and I'm laughing. Is there a lot of cereal in this napkin? He didn't even know what it was. It was just this nasty blob of something flying across the restaurant that had been hiding in my napkin. Where did it land? (laughs) It landed on the floor across the whole other restaurant. Luckily, it didn't land on somebody's plate. I was worried it would land on someone else's. Yeah. Which I no, would... it didn't land on anybody else's meatballs. Don't worry. Oh, you can't say that word anymore. <laughs> I will never eat but meatballs it... the same. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm memorable at least. Yeah. We're so, just gonna eat regular spaghetti it was tonight. It's funny though. I mean, we were just laughing our heads off, and after that whole thing, did he I, laugh? I did the waiter laugh? Do. He just looked completely confused, like weird Americans. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> he really didn't laugh. Pictures up which made it even worse. In Porta Viora. 
They got your, <laughs> they got your picture up there. Well, I took a picture of the cereal because I'm laughing so hard. So we got a picture. I think we have it somewhere. You almost started lab. a food fight. I almost did. I'm even unintentionally, but that's just how fun I am. I, I'm so. I've always wanted like, to do a food fight. Fun. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I've always wanted to. I don't think it's it would be as fun list. though with chewed up food. Oh goodness, the up, no! The chewed up food would be kind of. I disgusting. wouldn't go to your food fight. It would be meatballs no. and. <laughs> chewed up cereal and meatballs flying around and marinara and ma- oh <laughs> <Yes>. no <sighs> yeah so that's my second story but i have millions like i just do silly things like the whole blood story with you i had another time where my kids were putting stickers on me one time because i was desperate to entertain them so yeah. like they literally were putting stickers all over me Been and there, done i that. I just totally spaced that we had been playing with stickers and I went and around like a million errands and I have them like dangling from my hair and on my forehead and like on my nose and on my cheek. And I just had no idea. You had stickers (laughs) all over you. You're just going around Target or whatever, just shopping like everyday life. And you had these (laughs) stickers all over your face. Exactly. Did you get a lot of looks? Yeah, but kind of like you, I am a little bit strange. So, like, weird looks don't always necessarily yeah, they don't trigger, you. like, that what's wrong with me response. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. To the point just- where I might as well put stickers on my face so I can explain them away. <laughs> well, yeah, there well, you go. Uh, they're then obviously you have looking at me like that because of the stickers on my face. Because of your stickers, exactly. Yes. Yep. That's funny. So, I'm just used to all this. I was, or my kids. I was an art teacher and I, there was no telling what would end up on me in a day, you know, from teaching art. Oh, I'm sure. You come home with all kinds of stuff all over you. Sharpie on the back of that my head. That's kind of fun though. I bet that would be pretty fun to like let the kids just put that ram- glue random things Paint my head. head every day for three or 180 days of school. It's the art lessons paint my head. Yeah. And you could put those little pom-pom balls. You could like, I mean, it would just be, there would be so many different materials. That you really interesting parent-teacher conference when the parents are like, hey, um, <laughs> usually we have a plethora of like stuff to hang up that our kid did. That, and oh yeah, listen, my head's the canvas. Exactly. That's, well, it's safe. You're, you're just thinking about the world again. Like, just you just them, don't want to yeah, be wasteful. I don't want to waste paper. And, and my head is a work of art. And if you can't exactly. understand that, you need to leave this school. <laughs> if you yeah, don't. that would be a very entertaining parent conference for sure. I could have gotten away with it, though. But You probably could have. This reminds me of a story I actually have another one that is pretty funny it's not really embarrassing though it's just funny okay and i'm gonna tell it. it and then and then if wow oh i just looked at the time we're we're hitting it so i um have a friend who's a photographer he's a professional photographer and every once in a while he will have a need for a model because his backed out or his got sick or something like that so mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like his emergency model. (laughs) And if you've looked at me before, if you know what I look like, I'm not photogenic. Like I'm not some gorgeous specimen that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not Thor coming out of the water and my wife, you know, swoons. I'm, I'm job of the hut. So, um, anyway, but when you're desperate, you, you don't really get too picky. So I one time went and took some pictures at a pharmacy and I didn't really know what it was for. I just was there to support my friend. I didn't, you know, it wasn't like a, a big deal. I just took pictures of me looking at, you know, pills and medicine and being friendly and like (laughs) walking around the pharmacy and he was taking pictures of me here and there. And, and then I just left and went about my day. You know, like I had no idea. Yeah. Whatever. Well, mm-hmm. I'm driving around with my kid and this is like four months later. My daughter is in kindergarten, I want to say. Maybe first grade. She's younger for sure. And 
We're driving around and every once in a while she'd go, dad, you're outside. And I would look and, and she'd be pointing out a billboard and it was the same billboard. And, and in our area, we have this guy who's a lawyer and he's on every Mm -hmm. single billboard. This guy has like made it his mission to purchase every billboard in our town. And it is him. It's his picture on this billboard. And I look at my daughter and I'm like, oh, maybe we should go get her eyes checked because that guy looks nothing <laughs> like me. Like he's got this gorgeous head of hair. You know, he's he's he doesn't look anything like me at all. Yeah. Skinny dude in a suit. But she was adamant. She's like, no, dad, you were on that billboard. And I'm like, no, I wasn't. But she would do that every time we drive by this area. Every once in a while, we'd be at a stoplight and she'd be like, dad, there you are. And I'd look. And it would be that dude. And I was, I even had a conversation with my wife and I was like, honey, I think we need to take her daughter to get her eyes checked because <laughs> she thinks I look like that lawyer on the billboard. And my wife was like, no way you look nothing. And I was like, I know it's alarming. <laughs> we are sitting down at a Mexican restaurant. It's in our town and it's pretty popular. We eat there quite often. And my daughter says, dad. And at this point, she's frustrated. You are outside. And she says it like that. And I like, I lean forward and I look at her deep within her soul. And I'm like, honey, I'm sitting right across from you. And she just looks back at me. She said, dad, you're outside. And I'm like, and I look at my wife with like worry on my face. I'm like, this is what I've been telling you about, honey. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm sitting inside. I'm in this restaurant. I don't know what she means. And she goes, just look outside. Like my, my daughter was so frustrated. So I turn around and I look and it's just this moment of pure, like everything that we've been dealing with this whole time, just like hit me like a train because guess what? What? Uh, I was outside. You were outside. I was on a billboard (laughs) for the pharmacy. It was me holding a bottle of medicine, smiling. Oh my gosh. And there I was. Were you all over town or did you just drive by the same one? It was the, there, we have this one road in our town. It's called range line. It's very busy. And Across from our mall, we have one of those billboards. And I sat and watched it because I felt so bad. I felt horrible because I'd been giving my daughter all this grief. I watched that billboard and it was one of those ones that digitally changes. Oh, I see. And it was, yeah. it was me. There I was holding that this bottle hilarious. of medicine. <laughs> there I so was. Funny. There I am on a billboard. My daughter's not crazy at all. And they only are on that billboard for like, I don't know, five seconds, 10 seconds, you know, yeah. it changes pretty fast. So every time. So yeah, by the every time, time she look. even said, dad, look, you're outside. The billboard was already changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh-huh. every time I looked, it literally, it, it did that. It changed to the lawyer. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm the worst dad ever. <laughs> this poor kid. How funny. Whole, oh like, my gosh. Two months, she's been trying to tell me that I'm on a billboard. Now, here's the kicker. That billboard is now huge. Literally on the exit of the suburb I live, that billboard is huge. Oh, my heck. And, and no kidding, right? And I'll do author visits and stuff, and I'm like, these kids, you know, I'm excited because Izzy B's coming to your school. And everyone's, you know, kids will be excited and they'll be like, oh, it's the billboard guy. Have they ever brought a bottle of Advil for you to sign? I need an autograph <laughs> prescription you should, medicine. You should start, yeah, you should start. I should. Start you're autographing right. Some Tylenol I bottles or something. Prescription you know, that medicine. would be a good thing to give the teachers. A, That's a true. Bottle of Tylenol for after the author visits when they have headaches from all the kids' excitement. I should go to. I'm sure <laughs> that you know, like, have Comic Cons. They probably have billboard cons. And you sign oh, yeah. autographs of the billboards you're on. That's me right there. Yeah. 
Do you, for sure. We have, we're at 45 minutes, which is a, which is a doozy. But if you had one more short story to finish us off, I think that would be fun. I can, I can tell this oh. one's pretty short. It's, you, it's what funny. about your it's, one that with the disclaimer, you were pretty excited about that. Okay. One. Okay. I can tell you the disclaimer one. Yeah. So I, and, and before I was an author, I, did uh i was an esthetician which is like skincare like pedicures waxing all that stuff waxing that you could have a whole podcast about that i bet oh yeah well i could have a podcast just on interesting clients you know what i mean i I mean people are weird Uh, my wife was a hairstylist too oh yeah she probably could do a whole one herself i'm sure stories of people i know people are just odd but uh so i was starting to interview and try to get a job as an esthetician and i had this interview set up with a local spa and it was i was super excited about it because it was one that i really wanted to work for and the way that it goes a lot of times when you're interviewing for that kind of thing is they want you to do like something to show your skills Oh wow! So a test. it wasn't uncommon. Yeah, exactly. Like a test to show if you were decent or not. Because obviously, you know, if you're a hairstylist or and you're and they have you do a test and you shave somebody's head bald when they wanted like a bob, <laughs> it's home. not going to be a good. It's no. not going to be a good thing. So just like this one, I think they had told me like we'll probably have you do like three three mini services just like to see how you do. So I came knowing that I could be doing something to show them my skill set. And um, I so the way that spas are is you go and sit in a waiting room. It's all peaceful. The lights are dim. The candles are lit. There's, you know, calming music playing. And I'm sitting there waiting for this person to come and interview me. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And finally, somebody comes out and calls my name. and so. I go back with her and it, it was really weird. Like it just felt weird, like me following her. Cause she wasn't like introducing herself. She just like waved me back into this room with her. So I go into the room and I'm thinking, okay, we're going to start the interview. And this is interesting because we're like in this room where the lights are dimmed and it's just different than I've ever interviewed. And she's, she says, just have a seat on the bed. So tell me kind of what you're thinking. And I'm like, well, I don't know, whatever you want me to do, just tell me. And she's like, well, typically we usually just have, um, we, I have whoever put these underwear on and I'll just go ahead and step out while, while you do this and let me know when you're ready and I'll what be a back weird in. interview. You have to <laughs> put underwear on? I'm just thinking, so like it was such I was so caught off guard. I just didn't say anything. And you like, want this I job just, so bad. So you probably did it, didn't you? Well, I my jaw was like on the floor, but she leaves and I'm sitting there, like, what in the world is happening? So I think I sat there for like a honestly a couple minutes with this spa underwear in my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, fi- and finally I knocked and um I or I went out, I opened the door and she and she's stuck her head in and is like is everything okay and i'm like uh, i'm just like wondering is this like the typical interview that happens when people work here like i'm super confused and she was like oh my god you're here for an interview i had a client named carly that's getting a bikini wax and i thought you were her <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like oh my heck like she was mortified i was mortified and i was very thankful that i stopped myself from putting on oh, underwear how amazing would it have been if you went through the whole wax <laughs> you could have like, been really bad you were really like do it i have the been... job now <laughs> <laughs> Did I get the job? Did I did I, did I get the job? Did you I get the job? Like, by the way, spot underwear. On. I did, and it was it was it was hilarious. I mean, we laughed about that for like the entire time I worked there because it was so awkward. Like it was the most awkward, uncomfortable situation ever. Just because I'm like, you know, you're looking up to your employer. You're going to do what they say, and yeah. you're hoping you're going to fit well, their you don't expectations. Mess up. So it's yours. A lot yeah, of pressure. and so I was just. <laughs> 
was just thinking, oh my God. I'm like, so like passive aggressive that I would have probably changed into the underwear and been like, <laughs> oh, oh, I guess this is part of the interview. They just try and see, you know, how good I am at following directions. So here we go. I'm sitting here in underwear. <laughs> Luckily, well, that's never happened at any of my teaching interviews. They've never asked me to change well, my underwear. Thank goodness. Thank, thank goodness. That might not go well. <laughs> but it's just like spa, spas are funny. I don't know that I was, un, I mean, it, I would, always felt really awkward in spas because I'm not quiet. I mean, I, I could not be quiet, but I'm very klutzy, constantly running into stuff. And I, I mean, I just have weird stuff like that happen to me all the time. And Which is great because you're holding that, sharp knives and, you know. Well, exactly. And I'm popping pimples, popping some meatballs. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> so that's I'm my, literally that's never my eating a meatball ever story. again. I'm actually tired of this episode, I think, bloody meatball. So <laughs> gross. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a real jewel. Well, Carly Valentine, that was a lot of fun. We're definitely out of time. I think that was great, though. I I love embarrassing stories. I love them because, well, stories in, in general bring people together. But I think embarrassing stories are great because it's fun. Like you just said, that story at the at your um, salon was something that you guys all kind of shared together as as a, a memory that brought you joy. And even though it was mortifying at the time, it became kind of like something that bonded you together. So yeah, it just kind of shows that we're all human. And I think that I make a great confidence booster for yeah. others too. <laughs> I do you know? too. I love that. Like people are like, wow, I'm not as bad as Izzy B at least, you know, like exactly. When, so it's kind of like you do them a favor. Yeah. They love it. Cause I'll talk to people and they're, I'll be like, you know, everyone's pooped their pants and people will be like, honestly, I've never, I've never had that problem. I don't know. <laughs> you know, my wife's the same way. She's like, I think you might be alone in that. Okay. So you might need to quit saying that. I'm like, well, <laughs> Listen, at least you could feel better about yourself. Cause you haven't done that. Exactly. You know, so that's true. I, Use me as your way of getting some new mental health breaks. We'll go that far. There you go. There some self-worth, self-love. There, That's the word. Self-love at my expense. That should be the new title of this podcast. Self, self-love at my expense. There so, you go. All right. That so can be the subtitle. I think to close out, this is what we need to do. We need to close out as Mario. Um, since that okay. you're a professional Mario <laughs> impersonator. So um, I think Mario would say something like, it's a me, Mario. Join us, follow, subscribe. So this is what we're going to say. It's a me, Mario. Follow, subscribe, and share. And um, join us next time. Can, can, we, do, can we do that as Mario? I'll give, I'll give it a go. Okay, ready? Hey, you ready? Yeah. Go. It's me, Mario. Join us, share, like, and come back soon. <laughs> and come back soon. Is, Mario is Italian, <laughs> and, and we all know that you're amazing at cooking marinara meatballs. So Exactly. All right. Join us next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Embarrassed much. Well, signing out. I'm really bad at Mario, too. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Follow, share, all those great things. See you next time.